It's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like Hollywood Commander and The Goats. W-H-E-P 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 Who are these podcasts? W-H-E-P Who likes these podcasts? Not W-H-E-P Who makes these podcasts? That one's beyond me Who are these podcasts? W-H-E-P W-A-T-P. 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 In the morning. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, a show where we talk about politics nonstop. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Andy. What up, bag slappers? I'd like to remind our listeners you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. Email the show, show at gmail.com. We're always looking for new podcast suggestions. Also, if you like what you hear, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. I wish this was on video so everybody could see how I was staring intently at you through the minute and a half theme song I know. while you avoid making eye contact. It's it's all awkward. <laughs> Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Dr. Game Show. This is a listener suggestion from Karen. Andy and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Andy, Dr. Game Show on Earwolf. Hosts are Joe Firestone and Manolo Marino. Yeah. I have to say, out of the gate, that this show has a format. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Out of all the podcasts we've done, we we demand a format. So I'm just going to play a quick clip. This is them explaining what the show is. We play games submitted by listeners regardless of their quality. Uh, they're anybody. It's a democracy. Anybody that submits will play it. I think that's what a democracy is. So you're going <laughs> to find this hard to believe, but it doesn't take that much to impress me. Yeah. This is in the top 10% of podcasts that I've listened to, <laughs> just based on the fact that there's a format and a purpose for the show to exist. It's funny, Carl, because I was going to say, we've done a few podcasts together now, you and I. Correct. And we've listened, I've listened to every episode of the show, Yeah. and I've never said this before, I did not hate this podcast. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page. Oh, this will be fun. It's going to be a weird... Oh, we agree. It's great. <laughs> yeah. End of show. Starting in the mush pits. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so there's a lot of things wrong with it. Oh, 100%. There's a lot of just, just because I didn't here. think it was horrible does not mean that I'm not going to pull out a flamethrower and set this on fire. So let's get to that. Let's get to that. This is a podcast. We listened to the very first episode, and it has a couple of guests on there. Anna Dresden, who's a writer on SNL uh, she and was, done some other she things. She's probably my least favorite part. And Chris Gethard. Who is a podcast whore? Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. What the fuck? He's all over the place. He's cool, though. Um, let me just play you a real quick clip from Anna. Uh, this tells you everything you need to know about Anna Dresden. Her name is Lady Bird. Let me set it up before I start playing it. Mm. She asks, she brings her dog in with her to the show. Correct. And she says, can you describe your dog? And this is how she describes the dog. Her name is Ladybird. Uh, she's a, she looks like a, an albino bat wearing a nice chocolate mask um, and big nipples. Because she had a lot of puppies in the woods. And she had a lot of puppies in the woods. She gave birth in the woods and she took care of those baby dogs, which are called puppies. Yeah, wow. that was really good. Thank you. All right. That she is hateable and unfunny. Right from there. Right from there. That yeah. was like at the very beginning of the show. It's like, mm -hmm. oh boy, this is going to There is... Okay, I was going to save this, yeah. but there's a lot of bad singing on this show. Oh, oh, you think? And I, I had to take it to task. Okay. So I think that we should start with my clip three. It's going to be a little redundant, but hang in there. Okay. Oh. She had a 
lot of puppies in the woods. And she had a lot of puppies in the woods. I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. This is my rhyming ring. I'm in a store and I'm singing. This is animal afterlife. I'd rather have one instead of a wife. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! See, you almost make it seem fun, the way that you put that together. This is, this is not fun. fun. It's no. just awkward. The, the co-host, Manolo. Yes. It, uh, he sounds like the way that I feel when I'm losing at poker. His, <laughs> he's, he's very low energy. Oh, he sounds like he was born and raised at the DMV. Manolo... It has um, just one credit on the website. Yeah. Did you see this by any chance? No. It says, Manolo was once featured in Karate Magazine's A List of Five Comedians I Know Personally. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, that's pretty funny. I figured that was a joke. No, I looked it up. It's actually true. There's an article on KarateMagazine.biz featuring this fucking Manolo guy. Uh, that's great. So let's talk about Manolo's role on the show because mm. you have Joe Firestone. She's the host. Right. And she's not funny. She's got a shtick to her, but there's something endearing about her. I can't tell what it yeah, is. Yeah, she's got that like geeky charm. Yeah, she has to act like she's not sure what's going on all the time. Yeah. She's kind of got that thing shtick going. But right. there is something endearing about her. But this mm-hmm. Manolo guy has zero redeeming qualities. Yeah. I don't know what his reason for being on the show is, except for to sing a theme song for every game that they play. He's kind of like judges the contestants. I feel sure. like, but or, sure, is there really games no, going on? No, no. Or, this 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 has a show, really good concept, yeah. But in execution, the game the games aren't very good. You're right, and let's say let play my track one because this will sort of highlight to our listeners what the concept of the show is. Contestants take turns declaring a secret at an incrementally higher volume than each other. The first secret must be declared as quietly as possible whilst being audibly intelligible. The following secret must then be declared at a higher volume than the previous secret, and the secret must be of a higher secrecy level. Game ends when the secrecy level determined by Manolo has not matched the level of the previous secret, or the secret is not declared as high level in decibels. What? (laughs) That that was the, the game that some listener came up with and said that they had to then play. Yeah. Can I play a clip that actually goes right with that? Yes, please. That is that game in execution. So this is how that game starts off. And then I have a comment about kind of the stickiness of this whole show. But this is the the very first secret that is shared. I had the snooze alarm today. Oh, no. No. Oh, I need to go immediately (laughs) to therapy now. I didn't realize what this was going to be. So the guy whispers, I hit the snooze alarm, and Anna's joke is I have to go immediately to therapy yeah, now. I don't know. This is the problem with this show, is that these guys are all improv comedians. <sighs> I was going to comment they on ta- that. I, well, we, well, I think that's what we're going to be talking about most of the show. Because they've all met each other right. at different improv troops and, and at these shows. And improv comedians are the fucking worst. Uh, yeah, they, they think anything that they say that's remotely wacky or off the wall is just immediately hilarious yeah yeah whoa i have to go to therapy now you're at the snooze alarm this morning <laughs> think about how outrageous i just i can't believe i just said that I i'm know. so hilarious yeah they get into it a little at the uh, they they show their hand they were like oh we know each other from uh upright us yeah yeah and i was just like that of is course the hallmark of podcast i feel like that's where like you ucb people who go to die is these podcasts and just because you gave Matt Besser six grand and a hand job so that he could tell a friend of a friend that knows Lorne Michaels that you're kind of funny and maybe we'll get an audition on SNL, that that doesn't mean that everybody that does improv comedy is worthy of having a podcast. They, I, you know what I love about that rant just there, Andy? Uh, is that the the volume of your voice... Didn't reflect how angry you were just now. You're like, you know, and these guys, they all think that they're going to get on SNL. Like, okay, get, get passionate about it, jerk. I thought I, I, I should. I'm not really upset about this, guys. I'm just pretending to be for WATP. I don't want to scream in everybody's earbuds. 
Um, so let's play an example of this improv. Here is, I believe this is from the co-host Manoa, in case there wasn't another reason to hate him. He tells this terrible joke and it cracks himself up. One. I bet if you played this episode along with Wizard of Oz, all the Foley work would be in sync. <laughs> he couldn't yeah. wait to get that one out. He makes Stephen Wright look like Dane Cook. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't think that means what you meant it to mean. Um, no, but what was, what's funny about that is this is not the dark side of the moon of podcasts. I can guarantee you that, sir. Um, real quick, getting back to what you were talking about, the the thing I liked about this format is that it's not so much about the people on the show, it's about this premise of we have these games, we're going to play these games, they have callers call in, yeah. they play the games, and then at the end they have to go and fucking ruin it, like just like you were talking about, talking about how they met each other. And Manolo and I met at, uh, we met at, at an the, improv show at the Creek and the oh, yeah. Manolo and I met, I think I subbed an improv class you were in. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Like, why would I possibly care about these fucking idiots and how they met each other yeah. in, in New York? Oh, we're in the fucking comedy scene in New York, are ya? Did ya? Who gives a shit? I was trying to figure it out. The show sounds like you took a class about podcasting at Community College. Okay. And, and the professor said, everybody pair up, we're going to start a show. And the two people that were the most introverted and had the least personality that were left in the middle of the room are Joe and Manolo. <laughs> and they came up with a good concept, and that's it. It sounds like they're doing it because they ha somebody said, you have to make a podcast. Does that, does that class actually exist? <laughs> I, bet I, could get, I bet I get a C in that class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be willing to bet I could get a, a pretty, pretty easy C. Yeah, you'll get points off for uh, content, though. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> Um, all right, so I want to get into real quick this uh, Manolo guy and why he's so hateable. They Because this is all improv and it's all like these different improv, um, uh, I don't know what you call it. They they, ha they have to go through these different bits that they do. They decide that he's Good going improv, to. Carl. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, improv is really easy, Andy. Yeah, yeah, what you, you do is you to... think of words that you should go mean to UCB, Carl. What you're trying to say? Fuck me. <laughs> All right. Um, so he comes up with a a song for every game that they're going to play. Joe will say what the game is, and then she'll go, "Okay, go ahead and, and sing a song." So. Here are the songs that he came up with, starting with um, Rhyming Ring, which was the first game they played. And here is his brilliant two. Wait, what was the name? Uh, Manolo's oh. Rhyming Ring. Hey. Welcome to my Rhyming Ring. This is my Rhyming Ring. This is like the song in a Stephen King movie before someone gets killed. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> so the whole joke yeah. is that it's so terrible. Right. I hate that. And I the, that Anna uh, guest on this, she it comes up that she's a writer on SNL. Yeah. And that kind of humor that we just heard mm, is why SNL her being on SNL yeah, it reminded me of that uh, drip on SNL, Kyle Mooney, who... I don't know if you watch it, yeah. but everything he does is like, oh, it's bad, so that means it's funny? No. You, you have to earn that. No. You can get to that point. Well, right. But you have to earn it first. Do something funny. Right. And then when you do something bad, I'll be like, oh, but he's really, he's actually He could be funny. funny. Right. But just everything he does is bad. Right. So you're just bad. <laughs> so here is an instrumental that um, this guy came up with for the show, Was I Who Was Me Who? Which is that secret game that we played a second ago. So he has a toy harmonica, and apparently that's funny. And that's a joke. And that's a joke. <laughs> and then here's a song for, um, is it uh, Animal Afterlife? Was that the third game oh, that they he, played? Right, yeah. All right, so here's, here's the song. More bad singing. This is Animal Afterlife. I'd rather have one instead of a wife. This is an Animal Afterlife. Then I would be able to not live in strife. What, what, what? Oh, oh, no, 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 no
be more funny. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I like that we both grabbed shut up clips. Yeah, yeah. Of course we did. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. That does that just because you're improving a song poorly, and he's cracking himself up too, which right. is the worst type of improv possible. Right, laughing you're through your laughing own joke. Laughing through your own joke. Yeah. Um, so Andy, I went ahead because this was the very first episode, and again, they they came from a radio station. They were on WFMU out of Jersey City. Uh, they were kicked off. <laughs> Earwolf picked them up. Shocker. Which is why they have an audience on their first show, so because there were people in the New York area who, oh, who heard the shoot. So show they're the Futurama it. of podcasts. Exactly, yes. So they uh, they had their very first show, which I think because of the guests specifically was, was pretty bad. I went ahead and listened to the most recent show. Yeah. And um, here are the songs. Now, this one had uh, some different guests on it. And uh, I should have probably written that down because it would have been a lot easier for me to figure out who those guests were. But one of them was the chick from Saturday Night Live who's no longer on Saturday Night Live, Shashir. Oh, Zameda. Is that, did I say that right? Sashir Zameda. That's the one. I know who that is. So Sashir Zameda is a person who really enjoys singing. So on this show, it gets way more annoying because they all have to sing the songs together. Mm. Yeah, this this gets pretty bad. So here's a um, here's a song for the game. That's a rap. Ah, this frog really knows how to get down. I know. We're really trying to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Ribbon, 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 Why'd you stop? Oh, Jesus. Because yeah. it was horrible? Exactly. So this is what they think passes as hilarious improv comedy. I'm just going to play the other two real quick because they played three shows on that one as well. So here are the other two theme songs that this Manolo genius came up with. This is for a game called Dr. Jim Show. You ready? Yeah. Take it away. Dr. Jim Show. Dr. Jim Show. Dr. Jim Show. Dr. Jim Show. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's, on the whole podcast, I hope. That's Maddie Al Wayne, who was singing in the background there. Do you know who that is? No. He's a gay comedian who decided to do this terrible Liza Minnelli impression and does it throughout the entire episode Ooh. for no reason at all. Okay, real quick. Here is a game called <laughs> oh, no. High School Musical Reunion. Here's the song. Attention, everyone. <laughs> Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. High school musical. High school musical. High school musical today. Musical. Oh, my gosh. That was a full minute. Uh, I'm detecting a a pattern with these themes. It's like, I'm going to play an instrument I don't know how to play and say the name of the game over and over again. And They were really proud of themselves. Never funny. Yeah. Not not once has it ever been funny. Yeah. Um, It's not fun. It's not funny. Yeah. That game that uh, the Dr. Jim show, can I tell you what the rules of that game were? The premise of it? Okay. Okay. (laughs) If you must. You go to gym class, and um, Manolo plays Coach Whistles, the gym coach. And you have to explain to Coach Whistles why you don't have your gym shoes in your bag. Uh, see, this is the problem. This is the problem. Because you could you're, have good games. You're crowdsourcing ideas from your audience, right? Which, oh, who are not talented people. But that's part of the. Shtick. Does this sound familiar to you? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's part of the shtick, though, is yeah. that they, they say, whether it's a good game or a bad game, we're going to play it. Yeah. And I think that people think, like, I'll come up with the worst game possible. Know, I'll, I'll show that, but then it's okay, great. It's a terrible I, game. Because we listened to the first one, and we both agreed at the beginning of the podcast, this 
kind of a fun podcast. Yeah. It there's some charm to <laughs> there's it. There's some charm. And I, I was like, I'm I think I might actually like this podcast. I'm gonna listen to another one. Oh, you did. So, so I listened to uh the one right after this, two like episode two of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, two comes after one. The, yeah. the Magic Tavern guys. Oh, or, I don't know, I don't I don't know what it is. It. I don't know the guys either. I've heard of the podcast. So they're on and they play a game called um or where the the premise is it's Elton John turning into a werewolf. Okay. So the guys start singing Tiny Dancer. Okay. And then as he's singing it, he turns into a werewolf and gets crazy. And How like, is that a game? It's Exactly. That's not a game. And they all agreed it was the best game of the episode. Holy shit. <laughs> I wish I had clips. So these aren't that, even but... games. They're really, you know, it's exactly like they're in the uh, improv show. It's and an they're excuse. going, okay, somebody throw out a location. Yeah. Uh, somebody come up with a singer. And then it's, we're going to do this bit. It's an Everyone's excuse laugh. for people that failed out of improv class to keep doing improv, I feel like. Can you fail out of improv class? Because I, I don't know anyone but who's successfully the, graduated. And, and even our, the host doesn't really know or care about the games. This is my track to where okay. we start realizing that Joe doesn't know what she's doing. Does it have to always incorporate yeah. dogs? No. The first, does it have to incorporate the first half of what was said? No. Does it have to, do, does it have, have, to have anything to do with the first one? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was, nobody that nobody knows what's happening on this show. Yes, that one right there is a um, a game where they just have to come up with a rhyme. Right. This and this is a normal. <laughs> this is a drinking game like that everybody played when they were in college. It's like uh, if you roll dice, you roll eleven. Whoever's on the left drinks. You roll nine. Whoever's on the nine or, right. or seven to the left, eleven to the right. right, right. Nine bust a rhyme. And you just go around and you have to make it rhyme. Forgot Except about that. Manolo is making some beat with uh, like that fart goo. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Like that, the fart goo the, stuff. The goo. <laughs> yes. There's no clips of it because it was good. But Okay. Yeah. They, they One of the ongoing shticks they had in this show, or ongoing gags I should say, is that the producer, this Alex person, handed the guests this, I don't know, slime or something. Yeah. That they were playing with throughout the show, and it was making fart noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course Joe was uh, pretending to be upset about that. Right. Um, here's here's just a, the description of what you just talked about this this um, rhyming game, which I found to not be a game. It seems like way too easy. Here's how it goes: Manolo makes a beat, and the players play the game over the beat. Mm-hmm. The first player says one line, and then the next player in the circle says a line that rhymes with the first. But it can't be the same word. If you can't think of an original word that rhymes, you lose a point. So basically, you only get negative points in this game, so the score will be like zero or negative two or whatever. No, hold on. (laughs) So it's really just not (laughs) a creative game. And then this is this boring game actually in action. Ugh. A shape with four sides is called a square. I need to step outside for some fresh air. I bought a fruit was called a pear. In the mornings, I brush my hair. Hey, what's that over there? Last name Renaissance, first name Fair. Sometimes steak is medium rare. I don't care. That's fascinating. Please go on. So, I mean, what's the interesting part? (laughs) That game, and it goes on and on and on. Oh, I know, yeah. And and Gethard even makes the joke. He's like, I just want that to be the whole episode. It's just us, right? Because you can just do that forever. It's so fucking boring. I think uh, my track five is the end of that. Okay. I wanted it to be over. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, we all Thank did. Thank you. In fact, my favorite part of this show was this right here. So the game ends. The game has ended. <laughs> the game has ended. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank. Thank God. They're very, they're very self-aware. They, it is self-aware. Yeah. However, they're not aware enough to actually pick some games that might be interesting for people no, to listen no, no, to, no, no, no. which is disappointing. Um, here's the description of the third game they play which is this one called Animal Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Gameplay. An animal is randomly chosen from a list. Each contestant must then attempt to channel the spirit of the deceased animal and share with the audience that animal's message to humanity. Yeah. Best message to humanity wins. Great. Got it. Okay. Not I'm really no. good at this. 
not great. That's a terrible description for a game. Oh, and you know what's even worse? What's that? Good. Picking up a phone call from some person who you don't know who they are, if they're funny or not, right. whether they're a creep or not. And my track eight is uh, basically the caller faking an orgasm on the podcast. Okay. Ooh, come in, chocolate. No. What? Ooh, chocolate's speaking oh. to me. Yeah, okay. Ooh, chocolate says to brush your teeth before going to bed every night. You disgust me. You disgust everyone. Yeah, that, that was awkward. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy was jerking off. <laughs> He was he was trying to be funny, but yeah, that was that, that whole premise of that show though makes it very difficult to come up with anything witty. And why would you take phone calls, right? For, from who? I guess it's part of improv. I guess yeah, it's mm. audience participation. Let's roll the dice. On yeah, let's get the audience. Whether up there. or not it'll suck or it'll totally suck. <laughs> it could be either one. We don't know. We don't know until we try it. This is actually a clip from an earlier caller, and this is what I like to say is. A good lesson for people who are taking calls on their show, how to be dynamic with a caller, make it interesting for every listener. You know, you want to bring the listener in and be like, oh, I want to get to know this person. This is yeah. how you do that. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. Where, where are you calling from in New York? Calling from Queens, New York. Deep Qu Queens. Deep Queens. Deep Queens. What's in Deep Queens? It's, uh, it's just farther out. What, na what neighborhood are we talking um, uh, like past flushing, like out towards like Mary Hill. Why can't you just say where you're from? <laughs> uh, Mary Hill, Mary Hill. Thank you. Holy shit. I had shit. that exact same clip because I was clip? like, who fucking cares? Why would anyone give a shit? And the funny thing is that there used to be a radio show that was like a New York based radio show. Yeah. So maybe in New York. You're like, oh, which town are you? And people would give a fuck. You're a podcast right. now. You want him to narrow it down to what block he lives in in yeah. Queens? Who gives a shit? Right. When Queens, I, I got it. Good. I, yeah. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. And the caller was trying to let them off the hook. Right. Like, you don't know. I was on the no caller's piece. side on that yes. one. Like, well, I don't know. Wherever. What? 100%. He was just like, stop asking because you're not going to know. Your listeners aren't going to know. No, no one's going to fucking care. When, when I travel and people ask me where I'm from, I just, I don't even... I say I'm from upstate New York right. because if you say you're from New York, everyone thinks you're an asshole because they think everybody that lives in the city is a mean douchebag. Which is true. And I don't say exactly where I'm from in the state because nobody knows where it is. So I actually I actually pull out Google Maps. And yeah. my phone's too small, so I grab my, my iPad Pro, and I pull out Google Maps, and I zoom in. Yeah. First, I show you them. You put your arm around the person. Yeah, right, right. Like, okay, come here. I'll show you. I'll show you. Check this out. And first, what I'll do is I'll, I'll be like, you know, 10,000 feet up, you know, so they can see Lake yeah. Ontario. They get an idea. Get their bearings about them. And then I zoom right the fuck in. I'm like, no, no, no. Check this out. My roof is gray. Check this out. It's not very sunny where I live, but still, I like to reflect... Yeah, um, and they're always fascinated, right? Oh, Who are people, you people love it. Oh God, people love it when, so you, when you get real specific about those kinds of things. So pointless. Um, Andy, when Anna was talking about her dog, that that clip we played, where she started singing about her dog. Oof. There was a little piece in there that stood out to me. I don't know if you caught this. Wearing a nice chocolate mask. Wait, wait. is her dog in blackface? <laughs> is that a racist dog, Andy? Yeah. I Did this so. woman bring a racist dog into the studio? Is it a German Shepherd? That's fucked up. A chocolate mask. I don't know what year this is, but that's unacceptable. <laughs> Not woke. I find that to be wildly unacceptable. <laughs> I disagree with that dog. Mm -hmm. And that dog's uh, political bent, whatever it might be. Yeah. So, Andy, we talked a lot about the fact that the games on this show aren't very good. If the games were better... It would be a fun show to listen to. I mentioned on the podcast last week when we were teasing this, one of my favorite parts about Howard Stern's show is when he gets a caller on, they play a game. Right. They play the Bigfoot game, or they play the right. Beetlejuice game. And the games are not rocket science. It's fun. You know, yeah. hey, maybe you get it right, maybe you get it wrong. You don't have to be smart yeah. to play it. So I developed a game for you to play. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. I'm very excited about yes. it. Yes. All right. The rules are very simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name a band. And you have to tell me which of their songs is my least favorite that they've ever recorded. 
okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw out a band name, and if you can think that you know which song I fucking despise by this band, mm. you will be the winner. Okay. All right, we're gonna start off easy. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Jay Giles Band. I only know one Jay Giles Band song, so it has to be Centerfold. Oh, yeah. Angel is the Centerfold. Oh. This song is fucking garbage. Any song that has that chorus, nah, 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 nah. Like, <laughs> who, who in that band was going, that's a pretty good chorus. Let's put that in our hit song. And by the way, they fucking sang Freeze Frame. How could you say that's the only song oh, you know by Jay Giles? Well, all right, well. They're back to back on the one. album. Freeze Frame fucking rules. Uh, then you got Centerfold, which is a piece of garbage. <laughs> all right, you're one for one. Okay. All right. What's the next band? The next band, Andy, if you must know, is The Beatles. You have a least. Oh, oh I, I have a song that I despise. I, by you this know what? I know this answer just from us being friends. It's <laughs> Hey Jude. Poor na 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 na. Holy shit. I think it might not be that you hate these songs. I just hate the na na na. Yeah, that's na, a fucking pop out. That's garbage. Na, 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 that fucking song na, 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 na. goes out for 24 and a half minutes sure. just doing that chorus. And Andy, I couldn't even find the original version of it online because the Googles keep that, sh- or the, the, the Beatles keep that shit locked down. The Googles. The Googles do. Fucking Googles. <laughs> the Beatles cover band, the Googles. <laughs> um, the Googles would be an interesting band. They can play any song you, you ask for. They know it. Um, the, the Beatles keep that locked down. So I found a video of them doing it pseudo live to promote their album back in the late 60s. Mm. There are 89 million views of this fucking video of them singing Hey Jude. That's their most pop. That was their, their biggest selling song of all time. It is. And the worst fucking song they ever came out with. That's shocking. Paul McCartney should be fucking shot for that. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, this, th- now we're going to get a little bit tougher, Andy. How okay. about uh, Thin Lizzy? Hmm. My least favorite song, to the point where it makes my, my top ten list of worst songs ever. Really? Yes. Wow. It, i got to be honest. I'm not really familiar with Thin Lizzy. Oh, you don't know this fucking pile of garbage song, right here? Our listeners are they back in town? That fucking tune is so cheesy and stupid. Like, ah, all the guys are back. Wow, this is fucking awesome. No, it's not. These are fucking losers. This song is a waste of guitar harmonies. Typically, if you put a guitar harmony in a song, I'm in. All right, if the chorus sucks, I'm ignore. But that chorus is so fucking bad. Yeah, it ruins everything else. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you right again. I'm gonna make it easy for you. Okay. What is my least favorite song by a band known as Seven Mary Three? God. Cumbersome. <laughs> See, all these this is like all one hit wonders except for the Beatles. That fucking part right there, like a third grader's poem yeah. would be better thought out than that. Too too wrong or too right, too black or too white. The rhyming dictionary. Really? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You know why no one's ever used that in a song before? Because they're better than that. <laughs> Fucking idiot. We can shit on overplayed music all day, Carl. I, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> okay, one, all right. One more. One, one more. more. <laughs> You're doing pretty well. You, you only missed... Uh, can I, before you even play this, yes. can I guess that it's You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC? Oh, dude. No, <laughs> it's not. It should be. That would... If, if I said ACDC, that would have been the, the yeah. one. All right. I was actually playing... R.I.P. Malcolm. I was actually playing ACDC Pinball yesterday. Did you know there's a new pinball place in East Rochester called Silver Ball Saloon? No. It just opened a couple of days ago, and no. I recommend it. Hmm. All the pinball machines actually work. Holy shit. Yeah, go figure. I'm in. <laughs> All right, so the last band I have for you here, and let's see if you can get this one. This is not going to be an easy one. Starship. Hmm. Wait, we built this city. What? We <laughs> built this city? <laughs> Thank you. 
I just didn't know that this was Starship. It's a terrible song, sure. This is one of the worst songs ever! <laughs> you didn't like Mannequin 2? This is a fucking pile of garbage! <laughs> It was the 80s. Everything was garbage. If the world runs out of lovers, we'll still have each other. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Fucking write something else. You got time. Uh, You got studio time. I can't believe you would think this would be on my list. (laughs) You only have it all queued up. (laughs) (laughs) This city. Oh, it's fucking. This shit rocks. This is what I work out to in the gym. But I don't go to. (laughs) Is that why you have no fucking. uh, I'm muscled. You're not built at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's a fucking rocker. Anyway. So that's, that's a fun game to play. What songs do I hate? Oh, wow, what a concept. <laughs> a, a game that actually makes sense. Uh, all right, Andy, I'm sorry. I've been hogging up all the time. What else you got for us? Uh, well, I, as charming as I found Joe, she's just very bad at her job. So I got a couple of clips of her being particularly bad at her job on the show, my seven here. All right. Justin, did you um, hear the description of the show, of the episode? I mean, of the game? <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> she doesn't even know what what she's doing on her own show. I, but isn't that her shtick, though? Is to sound like a little of, bit like she she's, always sounds like she's frazzled. about to cry. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> she's a little bit frazzled. I actually went and watched some videos that she has on her website and stuff that she's done. She, I don't know. She, she's kind of funny, but she's definitely not being herself. No? She's playing a character. Okay. Right. Wait, she, is she a stand-up comedian? Yeah, she's a stand-up. She has a lot of skits and stuff like that. Okay. but I, So she's kind of doing a character. I think she's doing a character. I like the character. I like the character, too. Yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. All right. Yeah. I, think, I think track six is another version of that. The, the rules state that... Um, <laughs> I don't know what Shuffling the rules state, but I guess... Um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of part of it, that she's disorganized and, oh, where is that thing? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's Which cute. is the character I should be playing. I wouldn't look so fucking stupid all the time. <laughs> if I just was like, I don't know how to use my computer, and that's you're, why the production you're sucks. Not, you're not playing. It's just, <laughs> it's just happening. I know, it sucks. I should have thought of that a long time ago. Um, Andy, I want to talk about the other episode I listened to. Okay. I hate I, when I, you do this, because I have no point of reference. I but understand. <laughs> I know. But it helps. I don't hate it, but it, it, it helps. it's always a curveball to me. Well, it, it helps that at least you won't have clipped the same thing. Yes, that's good. So this guy, uh, Mate- Mateo Lane, Mateo Lane, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I, I teased this a second ago that he does this Liza Minnelli impression, and mm. I'm not sure why, because it's not good. Man, we got Sashir Zameda, and we got I'm Mateo Lane. <laughs> oh, I'm and so we excited. also have Liza Minnelli. Well, I thought I was going to be at Studio 54, <laughs> but this elevator took me here. I'm thrilled. Okay. Does anybody know who Liza Minnelli is? No. That's not what she sounds like. It's, a, it's not even close. No. And then they have a caller come on, and this happens. <laughs> Brendan, do you have a line? This is a guy from Australia. Okay. He calls up, and because this guy can't stop doing his Liza Minnelli impression, that's fucking garbage, they ask him this. Brendan, do you have a Liza Minnelli impression? Uh, no. I have a Cary Grant impression. Let's hear oh, it. Oh, let's hear it. What, what the fucking year is this? I have a Cary Grant impression? What are we talking about? Let's let's do I'll do my Liza Minnelli. You do your Cary Grant. I'll do my Andrew Jackson impression. I'll do my Andrew Dice Clay, yo, that's, that's way too fucking recent. Are you kidding me? I, that was weird. Um, they have a caller who calls up on this show named Luke, who they actually hang up on. So this is this is that little back and forth. You, you hang up? It's no, okay. tell I was us. hoping it was Hollywood Hammock. What? How uh. dare you, Luke? Uh. Give us one reason why you should stay on the line. <laughs> oh, I don't have one. Okay, goodbye, Luke. Wow. I did. I can't take this. I don't want people calling in for Hollywood handbook. Alright, so that, that causes all of this crazy stir. Like, oh my gosh, you hung up on Luke from Boston. I that's crazy. Well that's, again, that's wacky. The, that's what happens when you leave it to callers to So then this happens, which is pretty funny. This is uh Luke's revenge. Guess who wants to play? It's Luke from Boston. Oh, (laughs) look who's back. Mm -hmm. Luke, 
Luke, Luke. Hey, guys. Oh, hey, Luke. Back. What's going on? I'm guessing you guys don't get a lot of calls if I got red <laughs> No, we have tons of calls. We mm-hmm. we have tons of calls. Yeah, we're, I mean. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously. That was the funniest thing. This guy already shit out their stories. Like, oh, I was trying to call Hollywood Handbook, and then hangs up on him. And then he calls back. He's like, uh, What do you guys have? No callers? I just got right through again. We, we got a sick uh, <laughs> Richard Christie from the Howard Stern show on this podcast. <laughs> <We should>. <laughs> <laughs> um, he could play his Ethel character. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I have uh, a track on here where. Um, they're, they're start talking about themselves at the end of the episode that you and I listened to. Sorry, I'm jumping around. Yeah. Jumping around. That's okay. And we talked about how they talked about how they met each other. This I found to be something that probably should not have been brought up at all. I remember there was that show you did. What was the one woman show you did? Oh, my God. It was called Spooky Jerks. Spooky Jerks. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember hearing about Spooky Jerks and I almost went and then I wasn't able to go. I love that story. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, right? I was like, Andy, didn't you play in a band a couple years ago? Yeah, I was going to come see you guys, but I, I don't know. But I didn't want to, I did, so yeah. I didn't. Exactly. I Why heard did the, you even bring that up? I heard the phrase, one woman's show, and decided I'd rather stay home and cut myself. No shit. I read, uh, I read your one review, and it was not favorable. Andy, you got a couple more clips on here. You want to, yeah, uh, you want just, to run through anything else? Yeah, it was else? just joke. Track nine, her realizing exactly what this all meant. I can't believe uh, how poorly this first episode has gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the first episode was a bit rough. Yeah, that's why I love her. Yeah, well, that's true. She's, she is self-aware on that. <laughs> um, anything else? You got one more track on yeah, here? Yeah, I just thought that uh, track 10 should be the motto of our podcast, too. All right. Yeah. Are there examples of things that doesn't matter if they're good or not? This show podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I almost took that clip, and I'm like, I bet Andy will have that. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of we, course. We were now never taking anything too seriously on this podcast. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know for- how much I hate Angels of Centerfold? <laughs> that fucking song is such a piece of shit. I I'm very serious about this. If they have, every time I hear that fucking song, uh, that pisses me off, man. Just don't good. put on top forty classic rock. You, you're never oh, you try it. You try not listening to Top 40 Classic Rock. <laughs> you try avoiding that the rest of your life, I if know. that's even possible. How are you supposed to hear 18 in life? Correct. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta fucking weed through fucking Jay Giles' band <laughs> to get to the good shit. Right. To get to the white snake, to get to some winger. There you go. Andy, I don't really have anything else to say about this podcast. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like this podcast is has an audience there if you're in your minivan waiting for soccer practice to be over yeah you'd probably enjoy this there's it's, it's decent they and... have they have a chemist joe and manolo have a chemistry yep. i think that chemistry creates ambient but if uh you just want some like boring like milk toast laughs then uh... yeah instead of rubbing one out you can just pop this in either way you're gonna you're gonna be fast asleep very yeah, yeah. quickly I, I think there are people that are that are gonna like it i probably won't listen to a third episode yeah i like i said i i, I did the f- enjoy the concept i thought joe was was good yeah and the fact uh, that i, I listened to to a second one yeah. says a lot it does say a lot I'm surprised. I thought you were going to come in here just shitting all over it, and I was going to be the the weirdo saying I kind of liked it. <laughs> and then it turns out after we played all these clips and talked about it, I think we both hated it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty well, safe I, to I, say. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much we hate other podcasts. Right. This show that we just shit on for the last 30 minutes, yeah. we kind of like. This is the way we treat a podcast <laughs> that we like, guys. Yeah, we, we actually kind of like that compared to everything else we've listened to. Um, all right. You hear that? Everybody has a podcast. Oh, Stupid Jesus. Fucks. Fucking guys. <laughs> Um, hey, we've gotten some, speaking of people who hate us, we've gotten some recent iTunes reviews that I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Ted wrote to us back on November 27th and gave us five stars for the ACS review saying that we nailed it. Um, thanks for the laughs and for validating my decision to tag out on Corolla a year ago. So Croge and I did a show about the Adam Corolla show. Yep. Uh, maybe a couple of months ago now. And uh, that was, it's our most popular WATP ever. Hmm. It got picked up by the subreddit again. So in the ACS subreddit, once again, somebody posted about our show and it drove a shit ton of traffic over. So we've been getting a lot of people. That's the only show we've done 
where we got positive responses from the people who actually enjoy the show that we shit on. <laughs> Every single person's like, they fucking nailed it. I'm, I'm sick of this show, too. It's amazing. So, um, Interesting. Yeah, that, that's cool. I, that, that show continues to be a uh, traffic driver for us. Nice. And then we got from uh, Big P Pump on November 27th. They should listen to themselves before judging others. One star. <laughs> and the, uh, the write-up is... Impossible to listen to. Good luck. <laughs> I like that they wish people luck in listening to our show. I, I don't think it's impossible. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're here co-hosting, you have to listen to it once, right? Enjoyable and impossible are two different things. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, so we've, we've talked about this podcast that you and I both listen to. We talked about recent reviews on iTunes. You know what that means, Annie. It can only mean one thing. Of course I know what it means. It means it's time for the part of the show that everyone gets very wet in their pants about. Andy, I know that you know what this is. Yeah. But we might have first-time listeners of yeah. our show. I can't I can't assume everyone's listened to 83 episodes of WATP. <laughs> I mean, probably most have, but there's, yeah. there's a few we're just checking this out and they're like the teaser what are, they, what are these fucking assholes right. talking about it's like in concept the thought of it seems like a bad idea but once you unwrap it then it's not so bad it's like the otis spunkmeyer of i have no segment. idea what you're talking about <laughs> otis spunkmeyer let me reset let me reset what this is this segment that we call next week's teaser because it's probably confusing if you've not listened to our show before you think okay they were going to review a podcast. They did. Why aren't they signing off? Right. We're not done yet. What we're going to do now, and we do this every week. It's, it's a lot of fun. People love it. Yeah. We're going to tease the podcast we'll be reviewing on our show next weekend. Mm. Right? Yeah. So what this does is it gives us the ability to get people excited about the show that we'll be doing next time. Because you probably heard this show and thought, these guys don't have a lot to say. They're not that funny. It's not that interesting. I don't really care about the subject matter, let alone their take on the subject matter. But then you hear this part and you go, oh, well, that I have to hear. I had, I had no idea that they do this every week. And there's going to be a whole different podcast they'll be reviewing. Completely different subject matter. This is, I mean, that's the definition of a teaser, right? You're excited about it. You I, want to listen I to it. I think you've overly explained it, yes. Do you think so? <laughs> there's probably people who are still confused. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're still, oh, no, you're right. Okay, they got it. Well, can you go back to square one? And yes. Start <laughs> All right, let me start over again. <laughs> The, the purpose of a teaser... Okay, here's, here's a clip for the podcast we'll be reviewing next week. Let's get on with this fucking... So today is uh, 11.20. Uh, Charles Manson died today. Uh, Damn it. He was such a good guy, you know? <laughs> uh, so I blame this fucking podcast for me spending so much time on Twitter. <laughs> well, yeah, there'd be no other reason for it. Oh, not not with the types of people that use Twitter, but <laughs> um, I I I had a note to to say something about a Charles Manson thread before he died today, but so I guess it's still relevant. So a couple <laughs> things. The first one is every Charles Manson thread will lead you to Donald Trump, which I think is fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was I I came across somebody that posted a picture of Marilyn Manson. And then said, rest in peace, Charles Manson. Um, <laughs> That's great. Is it? All right. Oh. This is a podcast called Who's Right Podcast. Oh, God. And we're going to be listening to episode number 49. I believe it's number 49. They don't number them. But I'm uh, going to make an honest man out of you. This is from November 25th, 2017. And Andy, <laughs> there's a very specific reason why we are going to be reviewing this podcast next oh. week. Um, the Who's Right podcast got on Twitter when everyone has a podcast was shitting all over us. Yeah. And they joined in and said, <laughs> what a total waste of a mixer and microphone. At Who Are These Pod is a shitty concept executed poorly by no talented hacks. Stay edgy, sirs. <laughs> oh. All right. So that was the first thing that came out. They were also the ones who coined my nickname, Carl Asperger's. Oh, clever. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> So, so that came out a few days after that. And then on December 1st, they uh, replied to our tweet of last week's podcast I did with Kevin. 
And they said, to be honest, I find myself agreeing with the show more often than not. Not about the podcast they shit on, but calling bullshit on social justice warriors and the like. The host, Carl Asperger, is just the right amount of douche to keep me listening. (laughs) And then I got a DM from them that said... I would like to formally request you review our show. If you decide to do it, please tag me so I can send people your way to listen. Let me know. Ah. So I feel like they've come full circle on this. They, <laughs> they started out by like, these guys fucking suck. They're ridiculous. And then they're listening to every show. They can't stop listening. And then they want to hear their show talked okay. about. It does sound like three guys sitting around. Just They turn on the microphone and pull up Fox News. And then that's oh, the I, show. I have no idea. I've only listened to the first three minutes of it. So I don't know what it's going to be like. I do know that they're very active on Twitter. Oh, boy. So a lot of their show is about starting Twitter wars or whatever the fuck you do on Twitter. I don't spend too much time there. Okay. But, uh, they but might yeah. Be, they might be setting a trap for you, Carl. Oh, dude, definitely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is going to turn into a shit show. Wait until we talk about their show. I can only imagine <laughs> what's going to happen. That that might be the very last WATP <laughs> as, I, as I finally get my feelings hurt. <laughs> Carl finally gets his feelings hurt in what is the last and a very special episode <laughs> of Who Are These Podcasts? How's that for a fucking tease, hi huh, Andy? Well, it sounds I'll definitely be tuning in. So please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Oh, yeah.